May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Grapes. I'm one of the pastors here at Central City Church, and I'm excited to have you join us for our daily readings. It's Thursday, April 11th, and our daily reading is Luke 22, 7 through 38. Luke 22, 7 through 38. Now, this is a longer passage. I know I said yesterday that our pastor is going to be shorter. Well, uh, well, it just depends on the story. I didn't want to break a story up just for the daily reading. So this is Luke 22, 7 through 38, and it's a story of the Last Supper. Now, we're going to read the whole thing. We're just going to read a little bit of it. Uh, so Jesus is in the midst of the Last Supper, and he, he offers his disciples um, um, the, the bread and the cup, and, you, and I encourage you to open up your Bible and read it, verses 7 through 38. But in the midst of all of that, um, a conversation happens, interestingly enough, around the table at the Last Supper that Jesus uh, speaks to. And it's just right in line with Jesus' message about what it means to be a part of God's kingdom. So we're going to read verses just 24 through 27. So that's Luke 22, just verses 24 through 27. Here it is. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be greatest. Jesus said to them, The king of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. God, humble our hearts. Rid us of pretense and arrogance, of, of my own arrogance, of the pride and the desire to be on top or the desire to, to be over other people. Just, just, Get rid of that in our hearts. Give us a heart like yours who's just there to serve. Help us to remain as humble servants. In your name, amen. Jesus is offering a critique of contemporary Roman culture. Um, a lot of his critique has to do with uh, Jewish culture, the teachers of the law, the chief priests, is something that we've talked about in the last couple of days even. Um, but uh, here he actually says the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them. He's, he's talking about Roman culture and how it creates varying levels of authority. And he says there are Gentiles who, who rule other Gentiles or other people, which the Romans were certainly known for. They were currently um, occupying Israel and putting rulers over Israel. So people would connect to this. And he says they exercise authority over them and they call themselves benefactors. And so there was this system of people with money and power who would then have other people under them who they would um, tell what to do. And, and, and this chain of authority would go down to the, even the, the beggar on the street potentially. And so he says they have you know these people who lord over it, but he says you shouldn't be like that, that that's not what the kingdom of God looks like. The kingdom of God doesn't look like one you know one person having power over 
another. Instead, the greatest of, uh, among you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. In other words, we, as part of God's kingdom, shouldn't take a place of authority over, over somebody else, but we should take a place of serving someone else. He goes on to ask a very difficult question. He says, for who is greater, the one at the table or the one who serves? The logical answer here, who is greater, the one at the table or the one who serves, based on Roman rule and Roman culture, which they're living in, would be the one at the table. The one at the table is greater and the one who serves isn't. And that's the logical answer. So then he asks, is it not the one who's at the table? And everyone's like, yeah, the one at the table is greater. And then Jesus says, but yet I come to you as one who serves. I'm offering you the bread and the cup. I'm washing your feet. So what do you make of that, disciples? See, culture says that the one at the table, the person sitting down enjoying a meal is the one who, who, uh, who's greatest, but, but I'm coming to you as one who serves. So now they have, to, they have to answer this question one of two ways. Either one, Jesus isn't great, or two, the way they define greatness is wrong. When Jesus came to serve, to seek and to save the lost, to wash his disciples' feet, to to mingle with Samaritans and beggars and lepers. When Jesus came and broke the social norms of their time, he forced his disciples and the world around him to ask that question. Either Jesus isn't great or the way we define greatness is wrong. Friends, as followers of Jesus, we still have to wrestle with that question. Either Jesus isn't who Jesus said he is, he's not God, he's not great, or the way we define greatness is wrong. And then we have to apply it to our lives. So I challenge you, have you taken a place of comfort, a place of privilege, a place of honor when as a follower of Jesus, you should be taking, I should be taking a place of serving? Do I tend to prefer to tell people what to do? Or am I following Jesus and just loving people and serving them as someone who's been called by God to be a humble servant? Friends, thanks for joining us for our daily reading. You can find the readings and more by going to centralcity.co slash readings. Now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.